1: And today's reading is taken from Matthew four, twelve to 20. So let's jump in. Um, and this is all about Jesus begins to preach and calls his first disciples. So verse 12. When Jesus heard that John had been put in prison, he withdrew to Galilee. Leaving Nazareth, he went, to, went and lived in Capernaum, which was by the lake in the area of Zebulun and Naphtali, to fulfil what was said through the prophet Isaiah. Land of Zebulun and land of Naphtali, the way of the sea beyond the Jordan, Galilee of the Gentiles. The people living in darkness have seen a great light. On those living in the land of the shadow of death, a light has dawned. From that moment on, Jesus began to preach, Repent, for the kingdom of heaven has come near. And as Jesus was walking beside the Sea of Galilee, he saw two brothers, Simon called Peter and his brother Andrew. They were casting a net into the lake for they were fishermen. Come follow me, Jesus said, and I will send you out to fish for people. At once they left their nets and followed him. Excellent, so we pick up the scripture off the back of Jesus being tempted in the desert uh, where he's already overcome every test the enemy has had to throw at him. And now on top of this, right at the very beginning, Uh, we read that Jesus has just learned that his cousin, John the Baptist, has been thrown in prison. So with all this to contend with, Jesus is on a mission. Uh, It's as if he's taken the mantle from his predecessor, John, here. John's role was to make ready the way of the Lord and baptise Jesus. Now it's Jesus' time to step up. And yes, of course, he's ready. He's ready to embark on a ministry that is about to shake the foundations of the world forevermore. And in these verses... I found these three actions that stand out to me and um, that I thought we could unpick a little bit further and my prayer is that we'd be able to learn from them and uh, use them as application points for ourselves together and the first one here is shown is uh, first off Jesus is he's guided by scripture so his first move is to fulfill Isaiah's prophecy by leaving Nazareth his home to live in Capernaum and begin preaching and what's his calling here well, the prophecy is very specific about where it should happen in this first chunk um, about going to the land of Zebulun and land of Naphtali, the way of the sea beyond the Jordan and Galilee of the Gentiles, um, but it goes deeper. It also paints a picture of what is happening. And verse 16 says, the people living in darkness have seen a great light. On those living in the land of the shadow of death, a light has dawned. We're probably quite familiar with this. This is quoted from Isaiah 9.2, um, we would have heard it, I'm sure, in the nativity and Christmas readings, as it really sets that scene of Jesus's birth. And it really brings that hope that that he's dawned. He's that light that has dawned. Now, a few chapters later, what strikes me is how graphic these words suddenly are um, and the imagery they paint about people living in darkness and the land of the shadow of death. And that Jesus is that light who's finally arrived. It suddenly feels far more urgent And it's more relevant now that Jesus is starting to preach. Jesus isn't just guided by scripture. He is the word becoming flesh for those living in darkness. This is the light of the world who continues to shine on us today. But how does he announce his arrival? This takes us onto the second um, action. He brings that great light. He is that answer to scripture. And he doesn't do it discreetly um, as well, I might add. Uh, He begins to preach by echoing the same words of his predecessor, John. He's learnt from the best already. Repent for the kingdom of heaven has come near. And these are the same words of the man who's in prison, of course. This is already courageous stuff, but this time it's different. Jesus is that great light, that piece of heaven that's nearer than ever. And it's true for us today. That the kingdom of heaven is newer than it has ever been because his kingdom dwells wherever god god rules and for many of us that's in our hearts our hearts right now that kingdom of heaven is in our hearts and this is the good news this is the gospel coming to fruition that jesus is bringing to the world at the very beginning here i'm sure he was finding his feet um as well but what i really like about this is that um the word repent, um, looking this up again, sometimes you get desensitised to words that you you read quite a bit, but looking at it, it felt like it brought a new meaning to me. Um, It's about turning from or facing a new direction. And then these next verses, we discover the impact of what it is to repent when he meets his first disciples. Um, And this third action here um, is that he calls others to follow. I love this bit of the passage because it, Sends me back to Sunday school. Um, I've got the benefit of being at my mum's house at the moment. Um, And this is a picture I took from one of the children's Bibles um, here um, of exactly this passage uh, where Jesus is meeting these fishermen, um, Peter and Andrew. Um, And you can picture it immediately um, as soon as, you know, you can picture the disciples minding their own business, doing their jobs and then meeting Jesus and leaving their old lifestyle behind. This is that repentance in action, um, turning from the old uh, lifestyle to follow Jesus. And there's something powerful here, too, as Jesus calls us all. He doesn't just wait for people to stumble upon him. He seeks us out and meets us where we are meets us doing our jobs, meets us uh, living out our lifestyles. And he says, come follow me and I'll make you fishes of people. And that's something that we can take inspiration from ourselves as well. Uh, we don't need to perform any special tricks to meet with people or meet people in special places. We just meet people as they are and be ourselves and speak to them. We can just meet people where they are. And I love the urgency of the disciples reaction too. At once, they left their nets and followed him. No hesitation here. Um, Speaking for myself, I would have at least sort of slept on it a bit uh, before leaving that lifestyle behind. But it really just shows that power of the gospel. It's so compelling. Uh, The only appropriate reaction is to follow. And I think if we think about ourselves, that's why we're here. We're following ourselves. So there is a compelling gospel that has power when we preach it to others to turn from the old and join him. And so just in summary, I guess the three points there again, um, what we can take away from this approach to ministry is that it never changes. It's been the same for Jesus. It was the same for John the Baptist. And it's the same for us. Uh, Of course, the first one being guided by scripture. The second, bringing that great light to those in darkness. And finally, calling others to follow it's as simple as that. And we stand on the shoulders of others who've done it before us. Um, we stand on the shoulders of Jesus, of course, the, fol- the ultimate example, um, John the Baptist and all of God's servants before us. And now together today, reading the scripture this morning, it's a ministry blueprint for us all to continue to draw others and guide them to the kingdom of heaven. Thanks so much, Andy.
0: And today we prayed into that idea of the people living in darkness have seen a great light, that light being Jesus and prayed that Jesus would be a light to those uh, feeling particularly dark at the moment. So we pray for the elderly, those alone and isolated, those uh, furloughed or unemployed, those sick, those working night shifts. And we also prayed for spiritual light for those who came on the first session of Alpha last night. We also uh, praised God as well and remembered uh, those amazing words of Job thinking about the Connect Group uh, session starting tonight out of the storm on Job and where Job says, The Lord gave and the Lord has taken away. May the name of the Lord be praised. And we praise God knowing that God has given us many things. Also, things feel like they've been taken away too, but in it all, uh, even in the challenges, uh, we look to praise God for who he is and all he's done for us. Thanks so much for praying.